Hi guys, welcome to Between Appointments Podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and this is where I dive into conversations, topics, trends, and all the things in between that clients bring into the shop while I'm doing their hair. These conversations are so big, broad, and fun that they belong in the ears of many. So thanks for being here, and let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This week on the podcast, I am excited because my cousin Roxanne is joining me. Well, she did join me. We recorded it in my closet together earlier in August. So I'm excited to share this conversation. It's very easy. It's very light. It's a walk down our memory lane, and you'll get to know a little bit more about me and her and kind of your two girlfriends riff, which is really what I'm hoping a lot of the future conversations sound like when I bring other people on. So sit back, enjoy. At the end of the episode, be sure to tell me what you think, and you can always comment, review, follow. That is exactly how we keep growing this bad boy. So thanks for being here. Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome, welcome. It's me, Sarah, and this is Between Appointments. Today I have one of my like favorite people. And she is family, but I'm not saying that because she's family. She really is one of my favorite people. It's my cousin Roxanne. Roxanne Menzies. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here in the cozy studio. It's very professional. We're sitting in the closet per use. And we like blatantly pointed out like how opposite my side is from Parker's. You can totally tell the difference of who we are. Mm-hmm. Your personalities come out just by looking at the colors and <laughs> um, how everything's organized for sure. Yeah. But you know what? Whatever. So this is where Sounds we are. <laughs> um, Let's tell people like a little bit about you. Okay. Like, where are you from? What do you do? Um, well, I am from Northern California, the Bay Area, born and raised there. Funny story, we've never lived in the same state, but we are super close. We see each other as often as we can, so we love that. Yes. Um, I have been married for 12 years to my wonderful husband, Dan, who's a bigger Swifty than me. Just throwing it out there. Hi, Dan. Um, and let's see, I, I work weddings. So I went to school for hospitality. I have been working for the same company for about 15 years. Well, 15 years as of yesterday. Yes. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Remember when you started there, like just, you were like a little baby. I was, I was 22. I was fresh out of college and it was 2008 and um, I had actually been applying at Pebble Beach. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that. And, like, our entire family was like, ooh, Pebble, Pebble Beach. Beach. <laughs> um, and I'm sure my dad in the back of his mind was like, free golf, free golf, free golf, which is, like, <laughs> not a thing there even if you work there. Yeah. Um, but I, I know, like, nobody was straightforward about it, but I know people were disappointed that I didn't end up at Pebble Beach. But honestly, I think... I made the best decision for myself. Like when I started, it was nine venues in California. And now we're at 60 across the country. And um, my places. Yeah, it's a lot. And my job is to open those places. So I get to travel a lot. And sometimes my travel brings me to you. And I love that. 
it's been so fun. I mean, kind of watching you grow. Remember when you like even left the company for like a brief stint, which we know now is like during your Saturn return. Yes. Yes. So uh, mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. But like you had like the the courage or I'm just going to say the balls to go back and say, hey, take me back. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to take all the credit because my boss at the time knew, like, we were still talking and they needed somebody to, well, I don't know that they needed anyone, but he, like, offered. He was like, hey, I hired a new person. We're heading into busy season. If you're, if you're, like, miserable at your (laughs) new job, like, you can come back temporarily and train our new people, people, and then, you know, figure out what you want to do with your life. And I was like, okay and then here I am like 10 years later still living the dream and it really is I I love it I love the people I work with and for I I literally feel like it's it's the most fun I could be having yeah I think what's cool like with what you do and with what I do where we can like totally relate is like your place of work totally allows you to like be you like I remember going to, like, one of the locations you worked at, and, like, you had, like, your tarot card decks, your crystals, like, inspirational (laughs) Mm -hmm. quotes. Like, you just had – it was you, like, barfed all over the office in, like, the best way. And, like, (laughs) nobody, like, suppresses that from you. And, like, I don't know. And that's how I feel about work, too, where, like, I'm finally in this place of, like, yes, I can be me. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Anyways. I love that. It feels really good, um, and it's taken a long time. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say it. I'm 37. Gross. I'm only 35. Ew. I hate you. <laughs> uh, the little it's baby cousin better. can still just, like, be the baby cousin. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But it's taken a long time to get to a point where, you know, I don't want to say I don't care what people think, but... I kind of don't care what people think anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I, no. of course, want to keep my job. That would be ideal. Yes. But yes. I'm here to be me. And the best way to be, the best way to find my place is to be me. And then I will attract the people yeah. that are the right people for me. Yeah. It's like something I so wish we could have done in our 20s, though. Because, like, if you think back, like, of when we were, like, younger, like, what? what we wish could have been done like I wouldn't undo things but it would be nice to just get to do it that way but it's fine yeah honoring like the growth and like the silliness along the way we literally like there was like this blip of time post-college when like you were in your like new work grind I was in like my new work grind and I remember talking to you probably two three times a week for like two hours yeah every phone call like discussing basically how hard things were that really like were hard and big at the time but everybody freaking like goes through it it's just like having that person (laughs) to like go back through your upbringing your childhood and like just somebody who has seen it all next to you and like in tandem kind of going through it it just it it's like something connection wise you don't get always and I'm just really grateful so there's my little like sappy I love you and appreciate you like moment I love you too um but on a lighter note we used to be like die hard Hanson brother fans (laughs) 
I'm not going to lie. Okay. This, no one knows this. I haven't told anyone this. So every time the full moon happens, I have some crazy ass dreams. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now the whole world is going to know that I legit had a dream <laughs> last full moon that I was actually married to Taylor Hansen. Oh what my God. That was like is your wrong with like me. teenage dream. So she had like a rat tail. Oh God. Just like Taylor did. It was, I was low key jealous. It was, yeah, it was a problem. Like, it was not cute. If you go back and look at those pictures, you guys, it's not cute. It's not cute at all. Don't Like, you somehow bought, like, a shirt that, like, he also had. Like, I was like, my cousin is so cool. She always gets to do these things, and I just have to, like, live in the wake of whatever coolness you have. Well, and so, like, this coolness, let me just, like, frame this for you, is, is that I would, when my mom went to the grocery store, obviously, I was, like, junior high. Okay, so, yeah. like, 12, 13. Yeah. My mom would take me to the grocery store with her because what else is she going to do with me? And I spent the entire grocery trip sitting on the floor in the magazine aisle flipping through these teen magazines. Yes. like Like, teen beat and tiger beat and teen people and, like, whatever they are. And, you know, the ones that have the posters. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I had these yes. things plastered all over my wall and I really was only like getting those if I was with you or with my other grandma um, yeah I mean that's it I'm I would influence that yes. 100% here put this on your wall look it's a manifest for me I embodied that mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> it's all mm-hmm. coming to light <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. Yeah. yeah embarrassing times but then you know like I got super into it mm-hmm. And then we would spend summers together mm-hmm. with all of our cousins at our grandparents' house in um, Pocatello, Idaho. Represent. Represent. <laughs> um, I, you know I have a Pocatello magnet hanging on my fridge? You do? I do. Poca potato. Yeah. Uh, um, but we, we would go there for the summers and sometimes winters, like for Christmas. And then one summer we just, the two of us and our other cousin Jackie, <laughs> we're trying to learn these dances we were making up dances to Hanson songs and all I think all it really was was us singing. running around in circles yeah trying to sing the words to these songs like Hanson isn't really like dancing music it's no. like singing and like rocking your body and I think it was more of like reenacting their videos because if I remember yes. correctly and I might not because I haven't seen these in uh oof, decades I low-key watched them like a couple of weeks back with Turner I, I think I think after I I love that. And then a- after I had that dream that I was married to Taylor Hansen, I listened to the the first album that has yes. Mbop and yes. whatnot on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like living my preteen dreams in my car. Okay, like time out. Doesn't it freak you out sometimes like how you still remember every lyric to a song that you heard twenty plus years ago, but then I listen to, like, songs that I hear pretty regularly in my day-to-day life now, and I make up all my own lyrics. Oh, 100%. That is for sure something that I think is in our genes. It must be because (laughs) you and I both do that, and it drives Dan nuts because he's the kind of person that listens to the song two times, and he knows every single word and can just sing right along. See, Parker, like, really politely is like, oh, you know what? I think that the lyrics are this. And I'm like, <laughs> let's look. He's already looked. He's just telling yeah. me, like, He's in the nicest way. Finding a nice way like, to tell you, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, like, okay, thank you. Yeah. Where? That's okay. 
It's fine. It's fine. I think the funny thing, though, of, like, singing along the songs now is you know you're not good. Like, your voice is oh, yeah. not good, but you, like, don't care at no. all. I mean, the other day I was at the shop, and I have these really cute foils that have strawberries on them. Oh, fun. And they totally remind me of, like, Deanna Carter strawberry wine. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, talking about something else, and I literally busted out into, like, Earl's Gotta Die from the Dixie <laughs> Chicks. And, like, my client just, like, perked up, like, did you just sing Earl's Gotta Die? I was yes, like, I did. Good. She's like, you sounded good doing it. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. What's the thing? Like, we spend so much time as young people, like, kids, preteens, teens, and young adults, like, trying to trying to fit in yeah and trying to be what everyone likes and then and I really hate that it takes us so long to get to the point where we understand that who cares yeah who cares who like because if you are who you are then you will find your people and your people will find you yeah and there's acceptance that's out there for everyone yeah um I, I really feel that. I really deeply believe that there is a group of people or a person for everyone that you can connect with. And yeah. it's just about, like, I mean, this maybe this is extreme, but, like, let your freak flag fly. fly. Yeah. Just fly it. Uh-huh. And your people will come to you. You will find them. I mean, this time of year is back to school time. And this is, like, making me, like, think about the people who've been in lately. But... I see, I don't do a ton of, like, young people's hair. Like, I do, but not regularly because they aren't getting their hair done every, like, six to eight weeks. But Mm -hmm. always, like, the start of the school year. And I would say last summer and this summer was the first year where I was around, like, these young humans. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wish I had an ounce of their, like, calm and cool confidence. It is drastically different than how we were. Like, they're just them. Like, they are, like, you can just feel it. And I don't know whether it's, like, the generation or the parenting. I think it's probably a combination of it, just knowing their parents. But, Mm -hmm. like, seeing it and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. How do I make sure that my kids get to do that? Because it's so far from, like, us being allowed to, like, wave our freak flag. Yeah. Like, these kids really don't care. Like, they're just them. Yeah, and it's it can be jarring for our generation, and you know, totally the the others. We're um, because we're so used to like conforming, and yeah. fitting in, and changing, and adapting, yeah. so that we can you know like manipulate the system or manipulate like the situation, not in like a negative way, but it's yeah. like the only way I'm going to survive is if yeah, I like find a way to be a chameleon, and. I'm I'm too tired for that. I know. <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. I know. I just, like, you can't give a flying fuck anymore, like, about what other people think. Because otherwise you're going to get so cogged up in accomplishing anything because you will never make anybody happy because everybody is so, like, on alert of, like, what they want, mm-hmm. which is great that people are more clear about what they want. But it makes it so much harder to please people. And so, like, in my mind, I feel like it's this shift of, like, we're no longer really letting people pleasers exist, which, you know, I've been, like, a people pleaser. Yeah. But, I don't know. Um, Switching to, like, a totally different subject that we, like, 
sometimes like riff on is mm-hmm. our scrapbooks as kids. Mm-hmm. So we spent like summers together. Usually Roxanne would come to like our house in Utah. And then at some point we'd like head up to Idaho or I would go out to California and spend like time. So it was just like we were kind of like bopping around in the summers. And Roxanne is like the craftiest, like, let's do this human. I like to be creative. I would crafty is a strong word for me because <laughs> okay. if you like, if someone was going to be like, oh, do you DIY things? No, no. I you it's just a, I'm made a, bracelets okay. in my kitchen. <laughs> well, this is accurate. Oh man, I've been called out. But I like, but like, if there's something I I don't know how to do, I'm not going to take the time to learn how to do it. I'm it's a total like YDI. You do it, and I'll pay you for it but if it's you, something that I can't do. But Yes, I can make DIY a is friendship like I did bracelets. It. DIY is do it yourself. YDI is you do it. So I'll pay someone to do the things that I don't want to do. But you just DIY. I did. <laughs> I'll, I guess I'll DIY some things, easy things. We can agree. Anyway, anyway, agree to disagree. So she's a creative, crafty human. I like creative, creative things. It's a release. Yes. And I'm also a very anxious person generally. So doing creative things is the way for me to get that energy. Okay. I just learned this actually. One of my clients, she's a psychiatrist and she was talking to me about this. She's like, that's like one of the number one things for people with anxiety is to get them to harness like creative or artistic like hobbies. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. What do I do? I make friendship bracelets now. Thanks, T Swift. Um, I, (laughs) you draw, I draw, I paint. I don't know. I mean, what don't I do at this point? I do you whatever. Do whatever. I do paint my nails. Yeah, she does like her religiously. own nails, like super intricately and well. I like to play with makeup, all those things. That's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That connects it off for me. But yeah, like, okay, so we're... Scrapbooks. Scrapbooks. My parents' house. Roxanne is also like a very talented writer. And so she always was like journaling and diarying. Mm-hmm. And... Which is now really embarrassing to read. Oh, my God. They're so terrible. Remember when your mom would read them? Oh, yeah. And we always knew it. Yeah. I think there was a point where I started writing things that were specific for her. <laughs> like, I hope she reads that. I don't remember what. I'd have to go back and, like, I. but I bet you if I flip through a journal right please. now. Yeah. If you find that, please send that in a text to me. I will. I'm sure they're up in the garage somewhere. I'll find them. Yes. I'll unbury things. Yes. But, yeah, so she's a good writer. She's creative. She's staying in her house. I don't know. I was, like... I was in high school, so... I might have been, I like, think 15. we both were in high school. 15, it was 16. the summer after my freshman year of high school. Okay, so then I was a junior. Going into your senior year. Going into my senior. Mm-hmm. So, we have these, like, really cool notebooks. We have all of our, like, teeny bopper magazines, as well as, like, a bunch of, like construction scrapbooking stickers and yeah glitter pictures that we printed from like (gasps) eye zone cameras do you remember those things oh yeah those were cool those mini polaroids and then they had a sticky back that you can peel off and like stick it on the wall or something that was fun i forgot about that (laughs) but yeah so we like would scrapbook diary whatever and i literally every day yes for hours my mom dropped us off at a scrapbooking store in draper for like a day and we just like scrapbooked in that little store yeah trying to not spend more than twenty dollars which at the time was probably easier than now but i'm sure 
Not with you and I, but <laughs> no, we like we like things. We're attracted to shiny things. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it was super fun. But I totally threw mine away, and I wish I didn't. That is one of my like. That is probably one of my like top regrets is throwing that silly scrapbook away. I still have mine. I know you. You can live through some of mine. I'm so jealous. Like for reals. Yeah, they're in the garage, and because so. Speaking of my mom reading my journals. I learned pager code. Oh, yes. In junior high. And if there was ever anything I did not want my mom to know about, I would pager. write it in pager code. Mm-hmm. I remember you doing that, and I just could not catch on to pager code. Well, you didn't have pagers. I mean, or, like, I didn't have a pager did my in my class, but I did not. Well, I also think there's, like, a level of desperation where, like, <laughs> okay, I need to either make up a brand new language that my mother can't read yeah. so that she doesn't read my innermost thoughts um, or, you know, the the rebellious things that I was doing, which, like, by the way, I didn't have my first drop of alcohol. Well, that's not true. I've had alcohol before that. I was just thinking, like, the first time I went to, like, a party, a party. Yeah. was, like, the tail end of senior year of high school. I was a good really? kid. Yes. But, I mean, Mikey gave us screwdrivers on New Year's one year. Or maybe that was just me. Yeah, I think. And then we threw. <laughs> it was New Year's and our parents were gone. <laughs> and we were at your house. And we thought we were cool. And we went out in the snow. And we threw confetti to we celebrate the, the New Year. We were on the deck. We were on the deck. That my dad built with my grandpa by with his own hands. He was not alive anymore at that yes, point. Yes, he was. Grandpa. No. And my other grandpa. Oh. Yes, right. Oh, never mind. JK. Ray. Rain Oz, I think. Okay. But yes. So we're on the deck, covered in snow. And we throw the confetti. And then we're like, oh shit, we better clean this up before the parents get back. So what do we do? It's in Utah too. So like it's frigid. Yes. And we turn on the hose. (laughs) And (laughs) And no water came out. So we get into the kitchen. We grab like giant pots to boil noodles in and we fill it with water. And my neighbor and friend, Cassidy Lance, like she was with us and she was like helping us throw the water onto the deck. We thought we were cleaning it. It was just freezing. We had good intentions, but then it just froze the confetti in place. So then we took shovels, like those metal like snow shovels. And we're, like, carving the ice off the deck, ruining the wood and the stain and denting it. Oh, my God. This is, like, a precursor to things I'm going to experience with the boys. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And they came home. They were so mad at us. They were so mad. I don't remember that part. I think it might have blacked out. It was also, like, your parents versus it being mine. So I'm sure I probably, like, cowered in the corner and was like, well, that's for you to deal with after I leave. (laughs) (laughs) It was so bad. But, yeah, that was like a, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. That might have been around the same time that I got in trouble with my parents for sending $600 worth of text messages from your house? Yes. I remember to this. To my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Taco Taco. $600. Oh, my gosh. I had no concept of what that meant either. And it, by the way, I think they were 10 cents each. So, like, math is hard. I'm going to do it right here on my phone and find out how many text messages I sent. So, if it was 600 $600 
divided by point ten. Point one is six. <laughs> it's sad that we can't do math, but like I know six thousand text messages. Six thousand text messages. What were you over the and course was, of like a week? And there was no camera on that phone, so it's not like no. you're sending pictures. Like you're no. typing stuff to yes. this human. Uh huh. And it was not like how we type just one letter. This was like, this is intentional because there are real buttons. And in order like to get the, yeah. the C, d- 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 you had to d- click d- three, d- d- three d- 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 times. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. 6,000 text messages. I must have had the strongest thumbs. I'm surprised you don't have carpal tunnel at 37. I kind of do. Well, it's probably from that. Yeah. <laughs> Not work. Sorry, Wedgwood. <laughs> right? I don't blame you. Uh, yeah. No. I mean... Remember the, there was this winter too. This is like my favorite story of my aunt Cindy. Um, oh. she, Roxanne came out with friends and we had a chalkboard wall in our kitchen. It was by the pantry and we all took bets at how many times aunt Cindy was going to call a day. Wasn't it that? Or we, tra- it, we kept was, track. Yeah, we kept track. We kept track. tally marks on the wall. And let's like, just like <laughs> preface this with the fact that. I'm an only child, and um, <clears throat> my mother is, is a uh, – she has the best of intentions. Totally. We all know she that. She wanted to be there. She, Realistically, she yeah. just was, like, having major FOMO. Yeah. We and, didn't know that then. And she was always and still is very concerned about my general safety. And I – I uh, it was – a lot to deal with as a teenager, but now that I'm older, like I get it. I get yeah. it. I'm still, still like, don't yell at me when I'm in Mexico going to a restaurant. <laughs> I'm also 37, so <laughs> let me eat my damn dinner. I've survived. This um, far. yeah, and if it's my time, it's my time. You know, I'm not going there with the intention to be murdered by the cartel and stuffed with drugs, but this is what she thinks is going to happen every time. <laughs> um, which is why I text you and tell you, hey, this is the rental car. <laughs> Do you remember I did that? Yes. I sent you like a picture of the license plate. Like, yes. if uh, if I go missing, in this is the car I'm in. This is the the way we operate. Just yeah. reach out to one another. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I think my mom was always like wanting to make sure that I was alive safe. and yeah. safe, and that's great. But yeah, this wall was just. I think we were there Hubbard. for a week, and yes. it was like. I don't remember how many I don't per day, even know. but it was multiple times. It was a lot. Like, I mean, I, I don't even know what number to throw out. I don't know. I want to say six, but I... A day. Yeah. yeah six times day. a day she was calling. Yeah. Yeah. Did she eat? Is she... Um, did she go somewhere? What is she doing? What is she doing? I don't what know. What is she doing later? <laughs> yeah. What did she already do? <laughs> what did she already do? I don't know. We love you, Aunt Cindy. Uh, yeah, oh, man. it's just funny, but I think, you know, we just always have like this ease of like going back to like history. And I've said this so many times, like, and I'm probably going to say it every single time I'm on here. Cause I say it, I swear at least once or twice a day at work, we can't know where we're going unless we know where it came from. So it's mm-hmm. like very easy. I think for myself and probably you, I'm going to speak for you to like, continue to like grow and evolve and like do the things because we have, like, a lot of clarity together on where we each came from to, like, encourage one another. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, this really easy built-in support system that, like, you can't replicate it. There's yeah. just – that's it. 
what it is. Well, and it's like, it's, you're like the only person that has seen certain parts or heard about certain parts of my life that like when I'm going through something now and I, you know, I have a certain response or whatever, like you, you understand where that came from. Mm -hmm. And there are other people that like don't have the patience to deal with that. You know, like there are some people that may see how I like I react versus respond. And, you know, we all do that. Like that's that's normal human behavior. But like you understand where it's coming from and and vice versa. And that makes it so much easier for us to like take a breath and be patient with each other. And Mm -hmm. like even though we might be like upset in the moment or something, which honestly doesn't happen often. But like, you know, we're all human. I mean, as kids, like I remember us like bickering and having like like. I don't know, like... Well, because you're bossy. You're bossy little I kid. Am. <laughs> and, like, now I'm into it because I understand the manifester <laughs> part of you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, tell me what to do. What do I need to do? What am I doing? <laughs> and then I follow up, text you. And I'm like, what was that thing you said I should do? I mean, thank Where, you. As a, as a kid, you're like, let me do my own thing. I know. I know. I am bossy. And it's like, I think now knowing it's like, it's not even... I don't mean to be bossy, but I can't help it. Yeah. And now I have two other little bosses. Uh, you're going to get all bossed out. Yeah. Someday. We're going to need a lot of alone time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, if you don't know about human design, I'm going to like riff on this a little bit with you because I think it's like fun. But so human design is kind of like this newer way of looking at like your personality or like your sense of self. It's kind of like astrology, but it is not astrology. It's similar concept. Yes. You need your birth time, your location, Mm -hmm. your birth date. And then it has like three or four different types of like medicinal influences. So like chakra systems as well as like meridian lines, Mm -hmm. gates and portals. Um, It's super complex and you can do a lot of like rabbit hole research, which I have absolutely done with you Mm -hmm. like over the years we've been we have been literally in human design like for eight years together yeah it's been a long time so you can do it on your own but it's really I don't know I've loved like all the readings each of us have gotten over the years from different readers and I'm really glad we haven't gone to like the same ones like repetitively because I feel Mm -hmm. like we each kind of take away different stuff to share yeah but in human design there's like five different types there's projectors, there's generators, which is what Roxanne is. Mm-hmm. Then there's manifesting generators, and then there's manifestors, and there's reflectors. Mm-hmm. Reflectors are less than one percent of the population. I know one. You do? I do. Who? She works for me. Her name's Marissa, and she's amazing. She's a little chameleon. Oh my god, you should see her face right now. Her jaw hit the floor. Oh my god. Yeah. Does she have an Instagram? Yeah, but she doesn't really post. Okay. I just want like this sounds so creepy but i just want to like watch her is that like not like you know what i mean (laughs) now you see my face i'm like um like this person works there's like reflectors like there are so few reflectors in the world like it is i think maybe we'll come across like we'll know people on like a famous level Mm -hmm. but like in intimate lives you may only come across like three She's, it's, it's very interesting. Like, so we were talking earlier about how, like, I'm allowed to be myself. Yeah. And I can, I bust out tarot cards. Like, that's, there's yeah. a, a thing now 
in our company where people are like, do you have your cards? And I like never leave home without a deck now because I know like people are going to be excited and asking for it. And I love doing it. So I'm like, bring it on, ask me for it. Yeah. Um, and like two years. Yes, totally. Like invite me, invite me. I'm coming. I'm here. So there you go. If you're a generator, you want to be invited in. Keep going. Yeah. Um, and I get major FOMO if you don't invite me. So invite me. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks in advance. Um, anyway, so like two years ago, we were having like a big, it, we were all in an Airbnb together and I was doing human design. Like, I don't want to call them readings, but Just I was like pulling up, intro, like, when were yeah. you, when were you born? And I was typing it into an app that I use. And when I saw Marissa was a reflector and I kind of read some of the details behind it, she was like, oh my God, like I feel seen. Cause she's the kind of person that literally is a chameleon. She adapts very easily. Yeah. Um, in in the best way but like she also struggles to find a sense of self Self, sometimes and like that's exactly like it's textbook but um but it's so cool to see her being her and to see her like connecting with her husband who we met dan and i met him um in cabo earlier this Mm -hmm. year and like he's i don't know what he is but i would go with probably a manifester yeah, or man like, gen. Yeah. Because he is like out there. He is she's like quiet and reserved and she like slides she right into be. like any group. Yeah. And he like he would also slide into any group, but he's like outgoing That's and amazing. loud and fun and like life of the party kind of thing. Interesting. It's very cool. I love anyway, that. side okay. side. Yeah, we got But seriously, that is so cool. I honest, I've never met a reflector yet, like in my own, and I have run like clients charts, like friends, family. I have a very long library, but yeah, reflectors are less than 1% of the world. And so majority of people are going to be a projector, a generator and a man gen. Mm -hmm. And then manifestors are 8% of the world, which are both boys straight manifestors yes oh god yes Oof. parker's a generator i you know what parker can come chat with me when he's on struggle <laughs> exhausted bus. yeah when he needs to recharge i know poor man he's the best um so anyway so human design we okay so we both started listening to almost 30 podcasts mm-hmm. they had somebody on I think we both listened to the episode and, like, I totally went on to Jenna Zoe's mm-hmm. website. And that's where, like, the rabbit hole began. Yep. But, and I love astrology. You love tarot. We kind of riff on these things. But I think with human design, what I really like about it is, like, especially now being a parent, is, like, it really is designed to look at, like, the child version of you. So when you get into like your readings, you kind of can look back at things that happened in your childhood and how they formed you into not being in your design type. Mm-hmm. So then you get to work on unprogramming those things and living more in your design type. So now having all this like new age information and raising two small humans, it's like I'd rather them be raised in their design type. I genuinely hope that there is like a school system mm. based around it. Because if we could learn how to, like, treat each other, Mm -hmm. like, me knowing that, like, you and Parker need to be invited in, like, I invite you guys in. Or I, like, tee you guys up. Or, like, projectors are probably my hardest design type to understand and relate to. Not because they're hard, but just, like, for me as a 
manifester. Because, like, it's hard for me to, like, I don't have a sacral that's defined. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't have a sense of self because I can just be whatever everybody else needs. Mm-hmm. And so projectors, like, they're very clear on who they are. Yeah. Which totally makes sense based on the projectors that I know. Yeah. But we are not manifest, or I mean, we are not human design readers. No, we're not human we design readers. We are human design geeks. So yeah. if you want to riff with us ever, please do. Yeah. But I, like, it's it's been really fun getting to learn about that and getting different readings. Mm-hmm. And because every time I learn something new about myself, What's Dan? he's also a generator. Oh, yeah. Okay. But different. Like, I'm emotional, he's not emotional. Yeah. Um, like, there's definitely things that are different, different but, but like, there are things that there are things that like uh, because I I have read a lot on it and I've done a lot of readings on like with people about myself I have now started to like accept certain ways that I am because it's part of who I'm supposed to be like yeah I used to be really frustrated with the fact that I can't think quickly and I thought there was something wrong with me because I was surrounded by a bunch of surprise manifestors and manifesting generators and all of them get so excited Mm -hmm. and they're riffing on things and i have to it's not just like i'm excited i I know who excited um and and for a generator like in order to make decisions you're you're supposed to like think on it you need time yeah like 48 hours to make a decision so like if something comes up at work I can't just say yes or no right away. Mm-hmm. I have to sit on it. Yeah. I mean, at least for five minutes. Like, I need yeah. I need time to let it sink in. And I, there's one person I work with in particular, and she's amazing. And, like, I, I love that we're different because we have these different strengths we can play off of. Yeah. But she knows exactly how she feels immediately and is able to talk about it right yeah. away. And I need a minute. I have to, like, I, like sink into the background and I'm like I'm gonna go be quiet for a little while yeah see it's funny because like I we recently did that reading with Crystal Mm -hmm. your friend Mm -hmm. and she was she explained it probably the best somebody has for me for myself and this translates for the boys but like when we get excited or something is like so right like you see it in our whole body Mm. like you see it in our eyes like when clients are like what do you think of this? I'm like, yes. And I get like the big eyes. And if somebody's like, I want to do this, I'm like, mm. it's not a no. I just have to wait for my mind and like my body and my spirit to kind of like each chime in. Yeah. And then sometimes it still is a yes, but it's like, it's not as like quick of a hit. Cause I don't have that ability to just like say yes, like that always. But sometimes like my intuition like leads through. I feel like I even see that a little bit. I'm sure you see it all the time with Turner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, every five seconds. Because he's so little. It, like, all he's doing is what he wants. Which, <laughs> it's great for him, not so great for you sometimes. But, like, his little face just lights up all the time. And you just, like, I mean, I don't have to parent him, which is great for me. Because, like... I'm thrilled when he has that look on his face and you're like, oh my God, please don't put that in your mouth. Yeah. And I'm like, look how happy he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just so darn cute. Yeah. But also don't put that in your mouth, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, like, 
this summer when we were in Utah, we went to Lagoon. And, like, I will never forget, like, this face, this moment. Like, I wish I had it for other people to experience. But, like, getting to experience it, like, next to him. We went on this roller coaster for little kids. And, like, it was pretty intense. Like, he's two and a half. Mm -hmm. And it goes pretty fast. It just goes in a loop. But there's, like, some, like, ups and downs. And I was, like, fully expecting him to, like, get up to the front and be like, I'm out. Because he had watched it enough times, like, while yeah. waiting in line. Totally, like, sat down. I put my arm around him. He pushed it off. No, mama, I do. And I was like, you're going to oh. need me. <laughs> and then that thing started, and, like, he looked up at me like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I, like, <laughs> put my arm around him, and, like, I could feel his body, like, wanting to, like, cry because it was so intense. But his, he, like, wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I'm traumatizing my kid. And then the roller coaster ends, and we get out, and we get unbuckled, and I'm like, are you okay? And he's, like, kind of, like, just in, like, shocked mode, I think. Yeah. And I'm waiting for, like, the tears and the breakdown. Mm -hmm. And he gets out of the cart, and he puts his hands and two fists by his face, and he goes, I did it! Aww. And it was like this, like I just said, like this, like delayed, like his mind is telling him, yes, I want to do it. His body was telling him, yes. And then his spirit on the ride was like, oh God, buddy, what'd you get us into? Yeah. And then once his spirit realized like, we're good. This was okay. It yeah. was this giant yes. And just seeing his face, I'm like, that is us. Like, mm -hmm. that's us. That's him. It's just magic. But it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. I love them. I love Towns. I love Turner. They're just. I'm excited to see the two of them together. Yeah. Like as brothers and, and how they. How they will someday communicate and interact with each mm -hmm. other. Like when they start to play together more and like actually mm -hmm. have conversations. Like what's that going to be like? Like manifester to manifester. I don't is know. it going to. Is it going to mesh really well? Like okay we get each other. Or is it going to be a clash because. Yeah. You know, they're they're the same and they want it their way. Yeah. Like, we don't know. I don't know. And that's where, like, I think in, like, human design community, like, we've talked about this and I said it today. Like, I feel like there needs to be, instead of, like, this broad strokes of coaching of, like, I'm a human design coach. Like, I am a parent coach for this design type or I am a human coach for this design type because I really think that you have so much to understand within your own design type that it's hard to master them all. It's like going to a plastic surgeon and asking them to do your face. And it's like, do they like, how many facelifts have they done? Like how many jaws and chins are they all the same types? Like, what are they different? Like how do they truly master like the full face and it come out? Well, well, most facelifts, like they come out pretty decent, but not great. Yeah. Well, everybody has like their, their strength mm -hmm. and their like, I don't know, area of expertise. Exactly. I suppose. And that's, it's the same for human design as like, I mean, yeah. I feel, I feel, I mean, again, we are not human design readers. No. But I feel much more comfortable talking about my own design because that's what I spent the most time learning about. Yeah. Um, and I like learning about the others and especially like when I am, when I'm either feeling really connected to someone, I'm like, what are you? Yeah. Like, why yeah, are we yeah. so connected? Or the opposite. 
of like we're like why is this person rubbing me the wrong way yeah and when you find out like oh okay oh that's why i see got it let me show up better for you so Mm -hmm. that we can have a relationship right and i think that's where like these tools because i know people who are not into like the woo woo like Mm -hmm. you know personal growth mindset like lifestyle holistic whatever get a little bit turned off from this stuff but it's not about making ourselves like better than people mm-hmm. it's about doing the best we can for other people by understanding ourselves deeper yeah but i don't know so well this was so fun having you like riff with me in my really cool podcast studio i love it uh, i can't yeah. wait for next time when i see what's changed on parker's side of the closet um there will be no changes. Probably just <laughs> more white t-shirts. We should count how many he has. Are they all plain? Yeah, plain oh white God. t-shirts. Yeah, there's a lot of them. We can't do math, but we are counting. Uh, there's at least 15. At least. It's so, like, there was, like, this hot minute when he was, like, working a couple years ago. And one of his employees was like, do you just wear the same thing every day? And he's like... Yeah, and then he realized what she was asking. He's like, oh, no, I have, like, a lot of these shirts and a lot of these pants. Yeah. <laughs> she just thought it was, like, the same white t-shirt. Like, like, he's not doing laundry. Oh, no. Yeah, so it kind of does, like, you know when you watch, like, a, a cartoon? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying, like, Bart Simpson, right? Yes. Like, if you were to open Bart Simpson's closet, it yes. would have the same blue shorts and the same red Top. shirt. Yes. Just all lined up. Yeah. That's Parker. Yes. With and a few, he's got, look at these, these are fun. I bought those. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's worn those. Well, he hasn't worn one of them. He said he wanted to keep it. And I bought it last summer. Does it still have the tag on it? Oh, he said he wore it once. Yeah. The other one he's worn twice, so. That's something. But this makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then you have my side that's just like, it's chaos. There's like a lot, but. Anyways, it's a good little studio setup. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much. I love you. I love you. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm going to ask you like three questions. Oh, okay. And you have to answer them. I'm going to need 48 hours. Uh, yeah, not 48 <laughs> hours. You get like four seconds. Okay. Um, okay. If there was one thing that you could eat the rest of your life what could it be sushi hands down okay um what is the worst choice with your hair you've ever made oh um okay well there's i have two answers to this the worst choice i made with my hair myself was the first time i went red because it was clown orange and then when i washed the first time the person who did it was not experienced in red Mm -hmm. and so uh, it was orange, straight up orange. She bleached me mm-hmm. and then put color on and then it washed right out. She didn't tell me anything to do color care wise. Yeah. And now I feel like with you and then my current stylist, I feel very like I know exactly what to do. And every time I wash my hair, I get compliments because I know what I'm doing with yeah. it. Um, the, uh, the other bad choice was not my choice. It was my mom's choice. And first of all, she, I was like in second grade and my hair was chopped like above my shoulders. So it was short. I had bangs straight across my forehead. Yes. Then she permed it. Yes. So I had permed bangs 
That is that look. Oof. Yeah. Rough. Um, okay, last question. Okay. Um, what would you tell next year you right now? <sighs> what would I tell next year me? Um, tell her to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because look at what we've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Look how look how badass you are. Mm-hmm. I like it. You do. You've done a lot, especially this year. I feel like you've done like a lot, a lot. Yeah, and there's moments for sure. Like I mean, you get in it at work and at home, and stuff happens, and you're like, ugh. I just want to like sleep forever and ever, or I just want to like not do anything. And sometimes when you're overwhelmed, you feel like you're not good enough. I mean, I do, at least. Yeah. I think we all get there sometimes. But, you know, when you're overwhelmed and you're stressed out and you can't, you feel like you can't handle something or you can't solve the problem right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, revert, I revert to not feeling good enough. Yeah. But I think if there's one thing that I would tell myself, it's like, you are, you're, freaking badass look at all the things that you've done you're enough for mm-hmm. yourself and you don't need to be anything more than what you are yeah and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks enough is because you just are already i love that way to go we'll Thanks. talk to you next year on what is it august 9th 2024 yeah Jeez. all right well we're gonna call it a day yeah. Well, actually night because it's the evening time. But yeah. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to us. This little podcast has been like super fun to grow and figure out and sort through. And I'm still figuring out the clunky kinks of it. But the way that it gets in front of more people or in those lovely little ears of more people is if you share this comment rate review however you stream this just make sure you go in there and tell me how you feel i can take constructive criticism but if anything just share it with people so i love you guys and thanks for tuning in between appointments i'll talk to you next time bye